party people! Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, the actual play RPG podcast where the gaming table is always set for two. I'm your host as always, Jeff Stormer, and this week on the show, I'm joined by Thomas Herbertson for a game of Arcane Academia. Arcane Academia is a game about students at a magical academy going about their day, taking magical classes, getting into hijinks and mischief, and just generally, like, seeing a day in the life of these students at this, like, school of magic. It is built on the Firebrands framework, which is to say that it is a series of mini-games that set up interesting scenes and tell stories and sort of, like, move the story from scene to scene. And let me tell you, this game is beautiful. I love this game. I love playing it. I loved, like, getting to dig into it. Uh, the way that, like, uh, spoilers, you'll hear it on the episode, but the way that the actual minigames that make up your sort of time at your magical school are all kind of lyrical and ritualistic and, like, involve you gathering up actual spices from your spice cabinet and writing down poems that you love and pulling out books from your bookshelf. They all kind of have this, like ritual energy to them as you kind of tell the story of these students at the school. It is so wonderful and so special and like it is really cool and cleverly designed and like I could scream for hours about how much fun this game was, but I'd rather you just listen to it and then go peck up the game yourself. And speaking of which, you can find the game at mossytoes.itch.io slash arcaneacademia or you can check the show notes for more information. And speaking of letting you listen to the whole thing, why don't we go ahead and throw it over to me in the past so that he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. I am so, so excited today. This is going to be a very, very fun recording. This week, I am sitting now with Thomas Herbertson. Thomas, thank you so much for coming on Party of One. Of course. Happy to be here. Uh, so real quick at the top of the show, why don't you let our lovely listeners at home know about what we are playing this week, as well as anything else that you've got going on that you might want them to know about. All right. Uh, today we're playing Arcane Academia, a school children game of adventuring through halcyon days of, of childhood uh, classrooms and magic. It's it's really about luxuriating in the fantasy of having friends when you're young. Um, yeah, you, you can find what me. A, what a fan! What a what a fan! What a what a world to imagine that that world would be. Who could Just even so. picture what that would be like? Frankly. Mm-hmm. It's about having like a close coterie of companions that you're adventuring with. Um, you can find the game on itch.io slash mossy toes. And you can find me on Twitter at mossy underscore toes. I usually go by mossy online, but, you know, I'm publishing the game under Tomas, so we might as well go on it. We'll go with that. Uh, I, I am. I, I'm very excited about this game. This is uh, this is going to be really fun. I'm really looking forward to it. So why don't we uh, I know we've got some initial world building and character creation to do. So why don't we go ahead and kick things off? Um, so walk us through walk us through what we're doing first. Are we making our school first? Are we making our students first? Give us the I'm giving you the take the wheel and tell mm-hmm. us uh kick us uh walk us through the process. Absolutely. I think I think first of all, just because it's uh, a valuable thing to have in the forefront of mind, I'm going to just hit briefly hit the principles of play mm-hmm. ju- just Great. to set the tone and, and expectations. Um, the first one is safeguard your boundaries. You're your own best advocate. Uh, like it, it's important in this game that you speak up for yourself if mm-hmm. you're feeling pressured or if if you're uh, it, but also that doesn't mean put yourself into vulnerable situations when you're already stressed. Safeguarding your sure. boundaries is also protecting yourself by exempting yourself from the situation if you need to. The next Absolutely. principle, yeah, the next principle is treasure each other's presence. 
it's your responsibility to look out for each other. Look out for another player who has receded into their shell and mm-hmm. ask them if they want the limelight or if they want it or if they're upset or that sort of thing. We're, the whole thing we've gathered here to do only works when we feel safe working together. Absolutely. The third one is embrace entanglements. Those prior principles should hopefully build a safety net to catch and support our play, but we're also here. There, there's not, you're not going to be failing dice rolls in this game. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to be like forced by circumstance into rough situations. So it's on you to invite that complication into your life yourself. Absolutely. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, the fourth principle is make mistakes personal, not deadly. This is a school children game. This is sort of similar to like Tales from the Loop or something. Death isn't really on the table. There might be physical harm on the table with some of the higher stakes climactic confrontation games, but there's not. This isn't a game about going home in a body bag. For sure. Uh, yeah, this is this is a this is a game about magical adventures at school and I think that pretty much sets the stakes for what we can expect going into that and I I appreciate making that explicit because I have seen a lot of uh stories that take a premise that feels like it shouldn't uh, invite that sort of thing and t- and then leans hard in a direction that makes me go, well, wait, that's not exactly what I what I feel like we were set up to explore. Yeah, gritty, 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 gritty. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, and the final principle is approach the world with wonder. It's just, this is your opportunity to imagine a world made new and in the image of your choice. It's a chance to explore and imagine play space and collaborate to invent a place of whimsy, play, and fascination. And... That's that's that. So I think it's from there, I think we're, we're probably going to segue into character creation mm-hmm. then briefly through school creation. Cool. So for character creation, we are going to uh, construct a three piece sentence, which is you are a background who is aptitude, but vulnerability. Um, and should we talk about the five attributes as well? I'll briefly hit them. Um, okay. it, it, I, I, this is a Firebrands-esque game, and so I back-hacked in stats or attributes because why not? Um, you know, why, let, why not ruin something beautiful? Um, <laughs> but so, so the five stats here, the sort of the different classes and that sort in mini games are sorted into in a rough sifting bucket are esoterica, which is your nerd stuff. Uh, it's casting magic and knowing the right answer when the teacher calls the question. Uh, the next attribute is craft. It's your hands-on capability to build and uh, brew and fix and break to some degree. Um, it's your knowledge of the secret natures and uses of objects. Mm. The third attribute is drive. Your personal willpower and beliefs, the source of power that you draw on to push through in difficult times uh, to endure hardship and see you through to completion fourth attribute is attunement it's your connection to the world around you your ability to bond and empathize to uh perceive magic and spirits that sort of thing and finally wit your cleverness and charm social sway and lateral problem solving these All aren't right. going yeah these aren't going to be very explicitly uh like you're not going to be rolling checks against these. There mm-hmm. are relatively few actual implementations. It's just sort of a guiding rubric underneath play. Right. It kind of, it lets us know like the, the, the areas that we'll be kind of gravitating towards and the, 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 the principles and the things that we're going to kind of like push towards as characters. And I think it's valuable to have that stuff in mind. Just so. 
All right. So first thing first, we're going to pick a background. Uh, we can choose from a 20 item table or we can roll a 20 sided dice. And if you know me, you know that I am absolutely rolling on a random table because I love rolling on random tables. So here we go. That is a 14. A dreamer, Blake, uh, this is a heavily edited podcast, by the way. Uh, I, I a, saw that and I'm so glad. <laughs> a dreamer, uh, 14 is a dreamer plagued by prophetic visions. Uh, what image has been recurring in your dreams of late? Oh, I love, I love, a, I love a dreamer. I love a good, I love a good dreamer. I love a good ominous dream. Uh, this is a good, this is a good pick. Um, I think it is. What's a good, what's a good omen? What's a good, what's a good scary, what's a good scary omen? What's a good scary childhood anxiety omen? Yeah. I think it is, um, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go with the first thing that popped into my head and I'm interested in how that, how to kind of explore this and like what it means and also why it's scary. The picture I get is being lifted up by a bunch of other kids, like, like, that 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 visual of like being lifted up on their shoulders or being like lifted up and carried by like a, a cheering crowd and the idea that that is bringing me a great deal of terror is mm-hmm. very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know fully what that means yet. I want to get to know this character, but this picture of like that I am just mid, I'm in the air. Kids are holding me into the air, and I don't know why. Like there's that can something be overwhelming very... that can be yeah. terrifying and. Yeah. All right. There's something about that. There's the, the and, and I I I'm gonna keep pulling on what this character is as I roll my other uh my other things, but yeah, that initial that initial image of that kind of overwhelming being lifted on shoulders and and that being a source of terror is very interesting to me. It's the the uh or mortifying ordeal of being known sort of yeah. Thing. Yeah, kind of. I like that. I really I'm feeling that that feels that that's clicking with me. All right. I'm going to roll my own background uh, because I wrote this list. So I like most of them. <laughs> I also rolled a 14. So I'm going to reroll here rather than have dreamer twins. All right. Oh, the dreamer twins are also very good. though. <laughs> yes. But why not have a dreamer and a weird who can assemble their form into another? Also cool. Also extremely cool. <laughs> Um, so that's 15. Has anyone here seen your assembled shapeshifted visage? I think one of the teachers has, and that's like, that, that is something known among the faculty, but it's, it's a more private, privately kept, uh, insecurity of mine as a character. Mm. I like that. I really like that a lot. So now we're going to roll, now we're going to roll or choose for our aptitude. Um, I am going to roll here. This is going to strengthen the associated attribute. I'm going to roll. So the way it works is uh, one through four is esoterica, five through eight is craft, etc., etc., and each one has four uh, traits associated with that uh, with that aptitude or four aptitudes associated with each trait. I have rolled a ten, which uh, which strengthens my drive because I am energetic. Why are they always so comparatively tired? I I think. That, that the context there is from the starting line. Ask the companion to your oh, right. Got it. So why are you always so comparatively tired? Well, it's hard to keep up with you. That's fair. Uh, I I I think I think I'm I tend towards uh, not not lethargy, but you know hibernation. I I eat big meals and that spend time digesting them. 
you know, I'm, I think my, my mm-hmm. character here is going is is a bit more of a placid and probably methodical character. Well, but let, you know what? Let's see what my character has as their own aptitude. Just uh, let's see a six methodical. I rolled methodical. That That's perfect. Tailors That's perfect. in beautifully. Um, so I think from that answer, um, what what do I always see you tinkering with? Or what do you know? Sorry. What do you always see me tinkering with? So you mentioned big meals and I kind of want to lean into that a little bit mm-hmm. because there's a very specific, uh, there's very specific school and also like office memory that I have that is very f- fun and it sticks in my brain. And it's very fun to think about like this in a context of tinkering. I was from, from childhood into, uh, into adulthood, I am a terrible cook in my kitchen, but I am a, I am a relentless cafeteria cook. Mm. The, like, I, like, I, I have always been, I make things out of what I have in the cafeteria for lunch. And I think that's a fun, and like, that visual is very fun to me. Mm-hmm. If you were interested in that, that idea of like, of like, I've got a, I've got a, I've got a Twinkie, but I see that they've got, I see that they've got a uh, like chocolate powder to mix into a hot chocolate. So I'm going to take some of that. I'm going to make a little chocolate sauce. I'm going to drizzle it on top of this and like mm-hmm. building these sort of odd concoctions out of like the lunches that you've traded for is like a very fun and like very methodical thing of like. You've got your process and you're like, this is what I'm having for lunch today. I have to try all these permutations out. And, and, you know, there's nothing like a creative constraints to breed uh, innovation. So I I think that's why when you're at home, you know, oh, you have all these options. But here I only have this limited set of options. So that's why I'm going to have to maximize the potential of my mediocre school lunches. I love that. I love that a whole lot. So now we also come to our... And come to our vulnerability, which impairs one of our attributes. Also going to roll a d20. That is a 7, which impairs my craft, because I am incurious. What are you interested in that I have shown less than no interest in? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a certain stillness in, like, it, observing the world rather than interacting with it like I, you know like I'll, i i think my character is probably someone who gets down on their hands and knees and watches the line of ants mm. carrying crumb food crumbs from various food experiments um and 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 my character is is less of an active engaging uh person because they get such value from taking a step back and watching the world unfold at its own pace and, you know, learning from observation rather than uh, directly putting myself out there in there. And so I think, I think what, what I would want would be to spend time watching people watching with you, Mm -hmm. but you always have to go be the people engaging the passersby. Mm. I love that. I adore that. That's really, really fun. Mm -hmm. Um, And so for my own vulnerability, I rolled a 14, so that's going to be self-absorbed. What do you think of me, really? I think you're maybe less closed off than some of the other kids think, but Mm. you're still pretty closed off. 
Like, like you, you are someone that sits back and watches, and as someone that is always eager to jump in with both feet, I think there are times where I see that as, I see that as not wanting to take the time to, to, to do stuff. And I, I see that as, I think, I think I really think of you as someone who has not opened up to the world around, which I think is interesting, both because I think it is a little bit of, there's, there's maybe some truth in it, but it's also some allowing my, my character's perspective on the world to maybe in a little bit, maybe a little bit incorrectly, a little bit correctly kind of color how they how they process all this stuff and i think that's really interesting um and yeah so so the remaining step i guess would be to come up with a name and pronouns if you feel so inclined and physical descriptors if you want uh, but but this this is what we would write on an index card if we were right if in person just to, to have sitting in front of us as our companion just as a point of reference for um recollection and uh inviting collaboration i think my name is thesper he his pronouns i think i'm gonna go with uh aya she her pronouns and i haven't decided on what sort of shape-shifting weird uh where stuff is going on yet so like if that comes out in play that will be its own thing that's great yeah all right um so so now we should do a little bit of considering magic Mm-hmm. So, as a student arriving at Wizard School, what it's on us to come up with like what does the school look like? What does what is our view of magic? Are we keeping this a relatively mundane setting where where magic is explained and controllable, or is it a wild, destructive power? Is the school you know your your golden, lofty tower of of high academic learning, or is it uh, s- suppressed uh, basement tutelage to keep the flame of knowledge alive? Or is it like a modern public school system with charms and hexes? Uh, I, I know during playtesting, I've had a couple really interesting schools like uh, underwater bubbles with inhabited by a bunch of uh, adopted cats and, uh, and, and, you know, a, uh, uh, one idea I've had for a school I've really wanted to do for a while is a, a Baba Yaga hut in the middle of nowhere. Just the one teacher, not, mm. you know, uh, that's the entirety of the school is just the village hedge witch uh, teaching a couple kids, you know, that sort of thing. Here's what I want to propose to you. I'm thinking this through and something, a visual that I'm getting that I really, really love. What if it's, what if the, what if it is, um, there's a lot of things that a lot of strings that I'm tugging on here and the pitch that I'm going to make is what if it what if the, it's just down the hall? What if it is like there is like school and if you go down the hall, you take a left, you go, you know, you you round a corner there like it is that that this I love that I love the sort of magic is all around us and we might not just we just might not know it, but that but that. There are also a lot like there are also a good number of students that know it and just don't like think anything of it. And mm-hmm. that it is just, you know, the magic kids are the are 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 the are the weird kids are the weird are the weird kids in the cafeteria. Like, yeah, it's that, the, it's that it is just it is it is a perfectly ordinary school in like Duluth. It's like some some random school in the Midwest. And it's just like. 
if you know the hallway to walk down, you find the magical classes and you, you start and like, you know, and I, like, I, the there's li- something liminal connections, like welcome to yeah. like, liminal high. Essentially. Yeah. Oh, I like liminal high a lot. <laughs> I like that. I like that as a name. I think that that's a very good because there's just something there's something the idea of like pushing away from the I, I love I love I love going the furthest possible direction from the like magical academy that you that you that you that like is is closed off to the world it's just like mm-hmm. yeah those are just the weird the, the weird kids like yeah, no british boarding schools here yeah this is just a it's a it's a it's an ordinary boring ordinary boarding high or boring high school where it's just like a couple of the classrooms a couple of the classrooms most of the kids don't get don't get classes in because they turn out to be summoning classes and mm-hmm. you know yeah i watched I watched Roy. Uh, I watched Roy uh, pour some some fluid into a beaker, and a, a dragon snake flew out. But you know, that's just Roy, like Absolute. classic Roy. Yeah, I like that. Like, okay, okay, we're in the uh, the third hallway on the left, and there's only two hallways. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, this is just this weird way that things don't quite line up or click together if you're not approaching it the right way like oh yeah you, you didn't you didn't hit the vending machine before and then turn around two times before you walked in come on and i i think that what i'd like to propose about the sort of magical system of it all is because there's all the the, the, the uh, a, a little bit of a spin on the classic trope of a classic trope of magic magic as sort of the innocence of youth is that like because we're in high, because we, because you said high school, I'm picturing high school aged, and I love the visual that it's not necessarily like the kids are more or less all kind of aware that magical stuff is happening, but because it, because we're all teenagers, like the non-magical kids don't have the energy to really like contemplate the implications of that, mm-hmm. and most of the teachers, if they are aware of it, like eh, it's not my department, like it's yeah. just. There's there's that sense of like, you know, being a teenager is stressful. And so like if I found out that another kid like summoned the snake, that all right. I mean, that's you good you do you. I got stuff I gotta worry about. <laughs> I have these AP classes coming up. That's just, you know, like its own sort of different thing. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing in those classes, but like I really can't I really gotta focus on this paper. Mm-hmm. So we could have a certain sort of blending of like interactions with non-magical children here at the school, which I which yeah. I like. I like that. I like that a lot. All right, mm-hmm. which means that I think that we've got a picture of what the school looks like. So should we make some locations and teachers and peers, or just jump sure. right into the structure of the day? Um, let, let's each make a teacher and a peer, and mm-hmm. then take it from there. I'm introducing. A, I'd like to introduce a teacher, which is Professor Magnuson, the magical shop class teacher slash warrior wielder of the seismic staff wonderful you know on weekends yeah 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 because that visual of the teacher that feels like that feels like they've got that feels like they've got way more going on and like they maybe don't necessarily need to be here is one that 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 carries with me through all of my school experiences all right uh mr burroughs is a spindly balding elf who's always showing up to class in athleisure wear like i (laughs) I think he i think he always has some sort of uh uh, headband on to like cover the tips of his ears when he's when he mm-hmm. doesn't have his hair covering it uh or, or no he doesn't he's balding what am i talking about 
Um, yeah, so so I think I think Mr. Burroughs, he he he's you know mild mannered and reserved, but but uh, ultimately ultimately like uh, most of the kids in the school don't really know what's up with what's what what's with that weird old Mr. Burroughs, and then the couple. But I think he has a really core following of like some quite a few students who uh, in the magical course who who are like okay this dude is this dude is the shit i love this mm-hmm. guy i need i you know his classes are always the most interesting love it i love it um my as for a peer for a peer i'm gonna do something here that is made available to me by the tables i'm just gonna roll 3d20 and build a character based on the character building tables earlier oh that's a great idea I got a youth with a deep kinship to animals who is patient, uh, but naive. This is going to be, this is going to be Cecily Sprang and she, they pronouns and Cecily is, uh, moved here from the country and, but unfortunately, uh, birds and cats and dogs and some, once even a cow, uh, from, from their home. Uh, followed like broke out of the, broke out from the farm and followed all the way to school just because uh, they had such a strong bond with all mm-hmm. the animals that they're like Cinderella. She's she's like a yeah. Cinderella like singing to the birds situation. Uh, but but unfortunately, that makes for a problem when there's a cow who could step on a child's foot on campus. Yeah. I love it. Uh, I'm going to create, I'm going to take the character that I've already created and who, uh, I have, I have known for two sentences, but also, uh, I would, I would fight and die for, which is Roy. Uh, Roy is an accidental summoner who is creative, but distractible. Uh, Roy is the picture of the picture of the slacker kid. Uh, Roy, he is, uh, extremely just, he is the he is that he is that kid that has all the potential in the world and none of the desire to just apply any like and I think that but like it just is that you know it's that he's the he's the kid that just will periodically be like hey um I threw some powder into this uh I was doing an experiment I threw some powder in here and um I see the beginning of time do we want to deal with this <laughs> nah fine I'm gonna oh, head the out. time knife. Everyone sees that. Everybody uh, sees time. Everybody <laughs> sees the time knife. All right. All right. Wonderful. Wonderful. I I love I love the contrast to my methodicity. Mm-hmm. I love it a lot. And with that, we can jump into a day in the life of our students. Absolutely. So this so this like I alluded to earlier, this game is sort of uh, similar to similar to a Firebrand's framework game. Um, but it's a bit more organized, so it's divided into three different clusters of mini games that you're going to progress through to mark out the arc of the day. So between br- the the break and check in sections of breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you're going to have the in the morning you have coursework, in the afternoon you have free time, and at night you get up to mischief and escapades. Um, so yeah, we we can we can I figure from there we can probably launch straight into breakfast. Yeah, let's do it. All right. First things first. What order do we wake up in and head out to get our fe- first meal of the day? Hmm. The, the, the whoever is the final player of ours to enter gets the title of sleepyhead. So I, I think it would be more appropriate for me as the uh, methodical character to sleep in a bit, or, or mm-hmm. you know, to be less early to rise. 
I think that makes sense. I think I'm I think I'm there bright and early. I think I'm I'm at school fed and there's some project that I've been that I'm that whatever my latest obsession this week is, like there's a there's a project associated with it that I'm there because I really wanna I really wanna knock out and uh and and get get moving and get like underway. Like there's something that I gotta get done. Mm-hmm. What's the atmosphere of the morning before anyone else is there? It is very um controlled it is very uh controlled and constrained chaos it is um all the kids are 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 looped into the gymnasium or where the gymnasium slash the football field like you are able to go into the gym you're able to wander the field and so the the various like cliques of students uh all kind of gather together and because this is kind of the one moment where everyone is kind of kept in the same place, and that includes both the both the magical kids and everyone else. There is a fair amount of straight up magical chaos that is unfolding. That mm-hmm. because it is so early in the day, like just is what it is, you know. Like there is, uh, there there are people waving wands and accidentally starting time. Little, you see a little, you see. You see a kid uh, do start to do like a magic trick and have like a very stage magician wand and then a fireball emerges from it and they fall backwards and like a teacher walks by just holding death gripping their mug of coffee and like does not even <laughs> blink at it. And there is it's like a little tiny to paid to deal with this. It is it is too early. I, I did not get enough sleep last night. There is uh there is like a little tiny dragon that kind of flies overhead probably the size of like uh of like a small dog or a large cat but it just kind of like flies from one section of the bleachers across the field to the other and just like sort of like zipping around but also there are just kids like playing catch and sitting uh sitting on the bleachers uh there are a couple of the a couple of the older cool kids have their cups of coffee like it's that it's 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 kind of the one time where everything kind of all mingles together. They've got pocket money, so they stopped by uh, spell bucks on the way here. Exactly. Correct. Hundred <clears throat> percent. All right. Um, yeah. Okay. So I think for so uh, Aya overslept, um, and so she scram she scrambles to the campus a bit later. Like I think I, like is she she's. Uh, power walking from from her house which is you know a couple blocks away i think uh from from the campus but so she's power walking in the morning um i'm not going to do the anime slice of toast hanging out the mouth but that just means she's going hungry because she didn't have time to Mm. eat um i think last thing out the door she grabs is her uh her key ring which is jangly and covered with uh various charms she's bought online the, mm. n- none of them are magically effective or they're, they're all inert. They're all just like things bought from Etsy stores, but she, she really wants to, wants to have this, th- this co- like collection. Unfortunately, she's not quite of an age yet where she has any responsibilities that need keys. So, uh, th- that means that it's, it's just a key ring of, of, anime charms and uh and and you know appropriated uh cultures 
mm-hmm. uh, magical practices because she heard, oh, that's a cool thing that's going to be that, that yeah. it's worth, you know, like, oh, that's that's going to prove your bona fides. But but yeah, she, she she's still figuring out what she wants to do with that whole aesthetic. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it a lot. I think um, I think. When you get here, when you get to the, when you get to the gym, it's probably just like two or two or three minutes before they send us off to homeroom. But mm-hmm. um, I think that what you do see is. Um, what you do see is that Thes- uh, is not in his usual state because mm-hmm. I think I think instead of of doing much of anything, Thesper is just kind of pacing around a little bit mumbling to himself kind of waving his hands around i picture a big hand talker it's just kind of waving his hands mm-hmm. around mumbling usually when you arrive vesper is deep into something is deep into some kind of big project and now vesper is just kind of mumbling around but i don't think that we get a full chance to kind of explore to for us to kind of like cross paths beyond i think what it does happen is to establish I, I i think that we are friends at this point is Thesper uh sees you reaches into his kind of varsity style jacket and throws you a throws you a like a fruit bar like a mm-hmm. like a nutrigrain bar yeah just kind of like underhand tosses it your way and just keeps talking as if like he is just completely up in his in his mind and in his own world but throws you the bar just as the bell rings and every every kid is kind of shuffled off into their homerooms. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I think I think I, I I think I probably like twigged to that, that that something's going on with you and and like it catches my attention. But I, again, we don't have the time because I'm running late mm-hmm. to get into it. So now we should create some rumors and some observations about what is going on around the around the school. Mm hmm. Um, yeah, I think we should probably just each do one of these. Uh, that sounds good. I think I'm going to go with, uh, while going about my business, I overhear or eavesdrop part of the conversation that sounds quite important. I think it's, it's probably, I, I, I probably overhear, like, as, as I'm going to my own class, uh, Miss Professor Magnuson and Mr. Burroughs are, are, uh, are, are kind of huddled together, like, you know, doing the, the sort of like teachers heads together quick pace through the corridor mm-hmm. um and I, I think i think one of them one of them says I, I think i only catch a snatch of it but i hear something about a uh, uh, hmm, a new transfer to the school like they're, they're, mm. they're concerned about somebody else who's 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 starting to take up classes and it's, it's not quite clear what they're concerned like what their concern is rooted in, but there, there is a hint of like seriousness and danger to, Mm. to, to like their hush, their, their privacy here. Um, what I'm going to throw out is, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go for wit gossip with some peers to pick up some juicy scandalous, probably inaccurate details. Um, the talk of the school, the thing that I overhear, of course, I don't pay a lot of attention to it because I'm all up in my brain, but, um roy is gearing up to throw a party um he is describing it as he is describing it as a party that's going to transcend time and space and knowing roy that's probably more literal than more literal than we should be comfortable with yeah yeah but there's also a fair degree of just of like 
Roy is has been like every single detail of Roy's party adds another thing to expect from it. And so it's like, did you hear there's going to be a literal there's going to be a, a it's supposedly literally literally going to transport us to another dimension, like a party dimension. I don't know if that's accurate, but like that sounds pretty cool. I heard that Roy's got two pools, two of them. He's got one pool. And then he has a second pool. Why would he even have two pools? And it's just like, it is this mixture of like completely magical details. And also I've heard that Roy's uncle is a chef who's going to be making burgers like burgers from a chef. Yeah. And other students like, I hope this doesn't end up like the deja vu party. We were stuck in that one for weeks before the teachers broke us out of it. Yeah, and, and I mean, you know, Roy, he only makes playlists for about two hours. Yeah, if I never hear Uptown Girl again, I'll be happy. Uh, yeah, that is that is the gossip going around town. Um, all right, so I think I think that from there, um, we're going to move into coursework here. So there are five mini games available. There's uh, theory and application, which is sitting through a boring lesson. There's herbal lore, which is uh, get, get, getting to getting to grips with understanding magical potions and potion ingredients better by literally eating them um spell ball or evocation is practicing spell casting uh it's pe but but make it poetry quotations there's exquisite conjuration for summoning imps and etiquette insults for practicing the fine diplomatic art of the backhanded compliment the incisive takedown and the stinging rejoinder um we so each of us get to pick two of these but we're only going to play any mini game that there are two or more players attending. So with two with mm. with two players playing this game, we could double up on the same two mini games, or we could each do our own uh, brief description of what happens in a solo class and overlap on one of them, or mm. that sort of thing. That makes sense. Um, I know which two I'm most excited about. I kind of want to go for Spellball and uh, Herbal Lore is kind of what I'm leaning towards. I was going towards Spellball in theory and application, so I think Spellball is going to be the minigame that All we right. play, and then we'll give overviews of Esoterica and of, of theory and application and Herbal Lore. Absolutely. Um, okay, so that, that means I don't actually have to go to my uh, spice rack and get over a handful of spices, so, so that saves me from having to unplug headphones. All right. Um, yeah, so I think, why, why don't you just skim over the theory and application and just mm-hmm. tell us about uh, your time, about Thesper's time in that class in, you know, a couple sentences and then we can move on. Okay, I've read through the, the, the class description and I think what is largely happening, I think the, the actual lecture is Professor Magnuson uh, coming in as an absolute wreck. <laughs> like notes everywhere comes in the kids sit down and magnuson starts to give a lecture uh this is this is like this is magical metallurgy class mm-hmm. and starts to give a lecture and then kind of just goes kids i'm sorry i was i had a busy weekend you know uh the you know the 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 raven the raven awoke and started to flap its wings and fly away and you know if that raven flies away that's gonna that's the end of the that's the end of reality as we know it so i had to go catch the raven which meant that but the problem was that the thing that had awoken and like tells this 
ridiculous over the top like superhero story but that none of the but because it's like first period because it's first period and the class isn't that interesting none of the kids are paying attention Mm -hmm. and it's just you know turns out that there was a turns out that there was a an embodiment of of disquiet in the world that wanted to uh, eliminate all of Anyway, I'm sorry. We're, everybody, can you just read in your textbooks? Read chapter 14, and uh, we'll we'll kind of get a whole activity to, together tomorrow. Does he dim tomorrow. the lights a bit, just to be he a bit does. less harsh and glaring? <laughs> he does. He's like, I, I had a long way. You know, once you say, once we put the raven to sleep, you know, the whole court got together for a feast. It's exhausting. Mm-hmm. It's exhausting. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I used to be able to keep up with, used to be able to keep up with those, with those, uh, with those folks, but. I got a job now. It's not quite the same experience. He's not. He's not quite wearing shades. I don't think he's that. I don't think he's that hungover. No, but he's because I. I think yeah. He's he. He's definitely just like physically exhausted. It's the experience of you went to a you went to a Sunday night concert. Uh-huh, you didn't uh-huh. drink, but you were still at the concert, and you're like, you're, my you're weekend. Twenty one anymore. This was not. A, this was not a restful weekend. Um, and uh, the the note that was passed around was, uh, I'm going to say, so I rolled on a D6 table for a note writing prompt for a provocative statement to pick a fight. I think I'm going to go back to our good friend Roy. I think Roy mm-hmm. is very upset at whomever this new student is, is overshadowing the plans for, for Roy's party. And, and. Roy is getting very frustrated about this, and that's the note that's been passed around. All right, um, I guess I guess we'll have to make make a dramatic entrance for whoever the new student is at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I think the herbal lore class. Uh, I, I think that Aya was you know steadily lining things up and uh, it, it, you know like, carefully sifting and sorting ingredients in order to do very measured like. Okay, this many milligrams of this or that when uh when when uh quietly unnoticed in the background, Cecily uh sees several birds tapping at the window and goes and opens up the window. Um and then there's just a hurricane of feathered bodies that comes swirling around the classroom and uh and disrupting things for everyone and like knocking over my beaker and spilling my my supplies. Uh you know, mixing, mixing my, mixing my, uh, my reagents in, in a, in a ill-advised fashion, but you know, it actually kind of tastes good when I snack on the, the, Mm. when I nibble on the, get a couple taste tests of during the cleanup phase. So I have to to remember, Hmm, you know, okay, well, let's see. That was, that was, we had a, you know, brought, brought in a bit of that, a bit of that, Oh wait, no, that was from, that was from the cafeteria. That wasn't one of the lab reagents at all. Hmm. Okay, no wonder the gochujang made it taste so good. Also, before we before we kick off spellball, I do want to just read some of the, the actual mechanics of the herbal lore please, class because uh, this game because I'm reading through it and let me tell you this game this game rips. I, the, I'm proud the, of some of each these. player. Each player arrays a collection of actual actual herbs and spices in front of them. They may also be sauces to serve as tinctures or potions, and. You go around as a table and actually taste the actual spices that you have put in front of you from your actual, like, kitchen. 
and describe how you use them in potion crafting, but you also just describe like various spices and how they taste and the memories that mm-hmm. they conjure. And that is absolutely delightful. And I just wanted that noted on Mike. Yeah. I'm glad that we're not doing it because in fact it, it would be disruptive podcasting. There there are a couple other uh, a couple other free time ability like activities that like sit there and meditate for a while probably isn't gonna make great podcasting audio. So I imagine we're probably not gonna do that one. But but yeah, there there's some there's some mini games that play with the structure and form in ways I'm really proud of for like player expectations sitting at the table. I like how Herbal Lore has the sentence, furthermore, when raiding cabinets and pantries for the ingredients this game requires, be sure not to get caught or even consider getting permission before grabbing things. Imaginary substitutes are perfectly acceptable in this game. Yeah. So so that's that's a fun little that's a fun little one. Um if we're gonna segue into spellball, uh mm-hmm. sorry, evocation class, though nobody calls it that. Um we're, we're you and I are each gonna need to come up with a favorite quotation of some sort. Uh, in mm. order to write down on a on, on a piece of paper in our respective households, um, also you're probably going to want to put a trash can about ten feet away, <laughs> or you know out, outside of arm's reach, but decently okay. close. I don't have a trash can on hand. Uh, I don't know who's going to edit this episode, yeah. but I definitely did not use our laundry bin mm-hmm. in case that was in case just on the off chance. I'm just stating outright. I am not about to throw waste paper into our laundry bin. Of course. I don't want anyone listening to this, whether as a final listener or in the editing room, to <laughs> think that what I am currently doing is grabbing paper to throw into our laundry bin. Paper, a notoriously staining substance. Um, okay, so uh, let's probably take a brief moment to come up with a favorite quote that evokes an energy or spell or uh, particular poetic mode for you personally, and then we'll gather to share these. Somehow the hardest part of this exercise was actually finding a pen. (laughs) We live in the digital age. It's just true. Well, if you're not generating waste paper at your, at your work desk, then why do you need a pen to write for the generation process? Yeah, you know what? I think I think that I think that I is in a, in a, in a particular phase, so I'm going to be writing a chunk of Ozymandias here. You know, I just started writing a thing that I like. I didn't even put any thought into how it would relate to the story of the character. I just grabbed the thing that I like, but I have stumbled onto the exact conflict that I think Thesper is is dealing with, and it has worked out perfectly. <laughs> that I think is great. I, I'm. I'm I'm excited to hear the interpretation of the quotation as as spellcasting. All right, I have mine mine written on the, on the on the index card. I have mine written as well. All right. Um. So I think I think what do we think what do we think the environment of the spellball class looks like in, within the fiction? Do we do we think do we think it's like like what's the PE? What's magic PE look like? Um, I think this is Mr. Burroughs' teaching, probably, because I mentioned his athleisure before. Athleisure gear. Yeah. Um, I think it is. So, now that you've mentioned Mr. Burroughs, I was going to say, I think it is full on in the gymnasium. Like, this is the one period mm-hmm. where the gymnasium is, like, not being used, is, like, is, like, sex, is, like, avail, like, is it, but I think it is actually in a classroom that Mr. Burroughs just, cons- like, is 
constantly moving desks around. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Did you okay. have that teacher in school that was constant? You would always walk in and the desks wouldn't quite be in the same, like, arrangement and you're like, oh, what happened Okay, here? today we're doing a big half circle arc with our desks. Okay, now we're doing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like, that's, I think, Mr. Bur. That is Mr. Burroughs is like, you walk in and it's just a different experience. It's mm-hmm. just a different thing. Uh, and today, like, they are all clear, like, the desks are along the side, so nobody can get to the book, the bookshelves mm-hmm. that had books that nobody ever pulled from. All um, right, folks, r- let's roll out the, uh, ritual containment circle mat. And <laughs> yeah, everybody rolls out their mats, and that is, and we're in it. We're doing, like, half gymnasium. We're doing half phys ed in a classroom with the desks, like, pushed aside. But because the desks have been pushed aside, there's not, like, a ton of space. Like, there's not... It's still kind of... It's kind of cramped. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Um... Yeah, so so I think I think I I think I uh, volunteers near the beginning of the class to like do her demonstration, uh, and and she she she's she's she sort of walks up and like flips her hair a bit and it's and, and uh and, and okay size wise approximately how long is your quote should I read the full uh should Mine I read the full is- sonnet or should I just do a couple lines. Mine is one, two, three. Mine is like four lines. Okay, yeah, I'll just do the last half dozen lines of of this yeah. poem. All right. Um. So, so I think she like uh sort of casts a defiant glance around the classroom uh and and, and says, "My name is Ozymandias, king of kings. Look on my works, ye mighty, and despair. Nothing beside that remains. Round the decay of that colossal wreck." Boundless and bare, the lone and level sands stretch far away, and and I think she's she's tra- um, attempting to conjure up a sort of aura of majesty, um, and then extend a sort of enervating necrotic beam forwards to like represent entropy and this tragic decay. And so I'm crumpling up my uh, my my index card, and so going for the alley oop. I got it. Okay, so so I think the spell manifests decently well, moderately well. Uh, it's it, it's not quite as Im- as impressive as she'd like it to be, but you know, it's 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 a successful cast. Thesper pulls out the pulls out a book, the best of modern American, the best of modern American evocation, uh, mm-hmm. twenty fifteen edition. So not the most current edition of the best of modern American. Evocation. Hey, they really but, uh, just change around a couple lines every edition. You know, they they they. It, it's usually like one like one spell gets added, and like the rest of them, they just kind of like figure you know it, rearrange it. It just to throws like, the page count off for yeah. Other it's signs. kind of it's a little bit of a racket, but we've all kind of picked up on that. Um, and <sighs> Breezin closes his eyes, uh, reads like reopens his eyes because he's reading a book. Reads through it again, <laughs> closes his eyes again, reopens his eyes, reads it a third time, shakes it out, shakes it out, and says, And the doctor recognizes me as the operating theater grows dim. Aren't you that old wrestler with the bullwhip? Yes. Yes, sir. That's me. I'm him. Crumble. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Love, love Slam it. dunk. Nothing but net. Nothing but net. We love, we love to goat mountainishly. We do we 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 do love to go mountainishly uh, on this particular podcast, and uh, I think 
I think there is a it is a it is a spell of um it is a spell of I'm gonna say self-actualization. It is a spell of self-affirmation. It is a spell of uh it is a spell that is sort of um it comes from sort of the it, it is designed to show you or or put in front of you the you that you are meant to be right like it is a spell that is designed to uh it is a spell that is designed to put in front of you the you that is the truest version of you right like it is the it is a it is a magical way for one to get to know oneself and to to kind of uh see I think that I think there's very like there's a few variations on it like there's there's you know depending on your depending on your specific intonations and your specific kind of applications there's few variations it's often used in kind of a what does this look like uh, it's sort of a sliding door spell of like what does it look like if I do this and then you kind of see what you look like having gone through this experience and it it it, it that's I think what uh what Thesper is going for here exploring permutations of the self yeah all right and and you, so so how how does it look for for i and the other classroom observers like what what how does thesper's self self image uh pr- projection change it is it is it is i think he sees it and like almost like kicks over a chair right because what he sees is a bunch of students lifting him on their shoulders. <laughs> and he, like, kicks a chair and, like, ah, I should have done that. Hurt toe. Ah, it, that, that's not what I, you, mm-hmm. garbage spell. B- breaks, breaks the spell for everyone else a bit, like, and whatever they yeah. were seeing. Yeah. All right. Um, you'll notice the perks, spurs, and references. These are the mm-hmm. sort of ways to generate resources throughout play. Like, each of us got every spell cast we throw landing successfully in the basket. So if we want to leave it at there, I'd be happy to give, give each of us a perk. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think that that's just something to track for later expenditure. Usually that comes out, you spend perks and spurs in during the escapades phase. Yeah. That sounds great. All right. Successful spell casting. Perk. All right. Um, as we scroll scroll down to coming back for lunch. Mm-hmm. Do you want to take a, a break? Like there, it's built into the sort of to the sort of mechanics here that take a break for a few minutes, step away from the table or your screens, and attend to your body's needs. Reconvene in five to ten minutes. I feel like we may be able to power through here. Yeah, I think we can power through. I I, I will say here's what we'll do. Here's we will we will do the we will do the 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 podcasting uh, equivalent of that. I'm going to look at my I'm going to look at my timestamp. Um, I'm going to give us f- three to five seconds. All right. For the next two minutes, we're just going to chat. We're just going to we're going to we're this is us taking a break. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty well. I, I was kind of burning the midnight oil to try yeah, last night to try to, you know, it's the day before the essays due to like knock out a bunch of the small little things mm. that I've let. <laughs> linger so so i but i was just so I, i'm really proud though of how much i managed to get done yesterday on this on, on this draft well i hope you're able to also find some time to just like relax and and goof around because i feel like that's what weekends are for right yeah yeah and, and it's a long weekend i've got tomorrow off as well fortunately so 
I keep forgetting that I have tomorrow off. I keep forgetting. <laughs> we are recording this the day before Labor Day, and I keep like forget. Like I keep being like it's Sunday. I gotta wrap things up before, and then I'm like, I got a whole day. I have a whole day, and mm-hmm. it's it's a good feeling. I'm M- excited. More time to get through dishes and laundry. Exactly right. Uh, my laundry bin no longer has waste paper in it. Not that it ever did for anyone listening to this. Theoretically. Hypothetically, if there were waste paper in my laundry bin, it's not there anymore. Um, uh, I am I am doing pretty good. good I was hear. up super late last night, like doing kind of nothing. Like I, I was going to play games with friends. It was kind of a wonderful experience. I was going to play games with friends, but we couldn't figure out what game to play. And then we just like got into a conversation and ended up just like, my brother, my one of my best friends, and I just like chatted for like three oh, I, hours, I like, two or three hours. It was great. <laughs> it was a wonderful experience. Yeah, uh, that... We did give some. We did give some ads. We did give some advice okay. for the modern era. Modern, it was good. Okay. okay um, yeah. We did. It, we we. It, it, here's the problem, though. We were really heavy on Munch Squad. Like mm, it was a lot of. Yeah. And like at a certain point, we were just reading press releases. Like you don't need to do their know? advertising for them, honestly. Right. Like that. Like you are because like we have become a press outlet, and I think that is admittedly. A little frustrating for us, and like I just think there's a lot more potential, and we are done. All right, all right, good two minute break. Wonderful. <laughs> that was great. That was very fun. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so talk us through what's next. All right. Um. So lunch is a brief phase of just getting everyone's temperature, seeing where you're at. Um. It, it, it's it's yeah. So so. I, th- I think like neither of us got spurs, so we're not going to be storming out of the classroom or getting a talking to from the teacher. So I, I think it, let's just each pick off, pick at least one of these options off the lunch prompts, you know, have a, have a brief chat, get a temperature check, and then we can move into how each, each of our characters spends their own free time. Mm. Um, I would love to, I would love to provide an explanation to a, a rumor. Mm hmm. But in doing so, I also really want to give a dramatic entrance. Absolutely. Please be my guest. That's what um, I think. Um, I think that like I think that we hear a lot more talk about this party and also Roy really not liking the new student. Mm-hmm. And I think that that like but like and and finally Thesper is out of his head for exactly long enough to kind of be like. So what's the deal with the new kid? Like, why are we all why are we all gossiping about the new kid? And the new kid uh, walks in in that moment, and I'm just gonna throw. I I have a pitch. Okay, go ahead, because I also have a pitch that I I am like I'm kicking. I'm go. Please go. Please I, go. Because mine my, was gonna be mine was gonna be Dracula. Please okay, take it in a different direction. Okay. Um. I I okay. So maybe I I I, I was let's let's elaborate on that. It's dracula or it's it's a vampire but they're roy's step-sibling roy's so here's what i'm gonna i'm gonna take that and i'm gonna take this a little further please we're gonna ring this bell a little harder uh it is roy's step-sibling who is also the literal son of dracula yes roy's (laughs) roy's mom has gotten uh that that good castlevania experience we're like and like that's and like this is also part of the this also adds to the gossip of the rumor of like is Roy's party gonna be in Castle Dracula? Like that's a that's a castle that's flying in the sky and technically inhabits. I've heard it can go anywhere it wants. 
Like, it technically just is outside of time and space. Like, that's going to be a sick party. Like, there's a whole upside down part of that, that that, that's going to be like a really cool rave space. And we see Dracula's son come in, just dressed like Dracula, right? Mm -hmm. Like, the suit, the cape. The high red collar (laughs) with the black cloak. Yeah. And the, the, the kids all see this and they're like, what? All right, the goth kid is trying a little hard. But that is the kid that Roy is bucking up against. Yes wonderful good that's my room that's my that's my that's my adding to everything is that roy's party may be at castle dracula mm-hmm. and that also dracula's son, the son of dracula as mentioned in the song monster mash mm-hmm. has come his, his name's got we've got to just go play the name straight he's alucard yeah alucard is here and like alucard buzzkill frankly mm-hmm. it sucks the air out of whatever room he's in yeah no wonder roy's so bummed after after that how thanksgiving went it's just <laughs> you know it, it's I, it, there's it's it alucard is going to invite all of alucard's friends and it's going to mm-hmm. be this it's going to be this this pompous affair right like it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be a real <laughs> Everyone's going to be hanging upside down from the rafters. Yeah, it's going to be a real rich kid's pool party, oh. and that's not the vibe. That's not the vibe Roy wants. That's not what Roy's after. All right. All right. Um, I think I think I'm just going to uh, go for, for my meal thing. Just going to describe the meal because because that's where my where I is kind of focusing, you know, mm-hmm. um, I think I think. I'm just going to take inspiration from this beautiful art by Annie Johnston Glick at Dancy Nuru, does, who does a lot of, she does a lot of great Friends of the Table fan art. Um, I think mm-hmm. uh, there's some, been some sort of mishap in the kitchen. Um, so, so the food is a bit less well prepped than, than it usually might be. Um, and so, so the, the hoagies, the hoagies are the, the, the lunch ladies, T- drawing from the magical staff side of things i think and and so 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 there's it's it's a sort of uh squid squid sandwiches today like tentacles just just everywhere and and there's a lot of complaining around the cafeteria um but 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 uh aya is particular has has gone into full disassembly mode and is like lining mm. up lining up as many tentacles as she can trade for which is pretty easy honestly given how unenthusiastic a lot of other folks are uh about it so 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 she's she's doing like a comparative analysis of of the, the various t- qualities and qu- and sizes of 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 this of this meal that rips that's very good mhm and like looks up, sees sees the new goth kid, looks back down. All right. Okay. Um. Yeah. Free time. Uh. There are there are five mini games here. There's library study. Hit the books in order to learn about magic in this world. There's uh, discipline, which is one of the one player games that we might not play. It's it's do a literal chore, cleaning up around your house while the other people just chat. Uh, there's solitary reflection, which is a similar it's ground and center yourself by indulging in a personal ho- hobby, you know, in, in honor of Taylor LaBresh at Leviathan Files. We love Game Closet. Mm-hmm. Um, I made sure that isn't it, the, the, the game is played by actually meditating, but mm. but uh, for, for several minutes, you get to pick how long. But but the fiction is framed as, OK, what personal what personal focus or hobby or 
uh, centering grounding activity are you doing, such as, for example, fishing. Um, mm-hmm. Because you have to have a fishing minigame. Gotta have a fishing minigame. You gotta have a fishing minigame. Shout out to Taylor. Shout out to Taylor. All right. Uh, there's heart to heart, which is uh, bump awkward hallway conversations between classes when you bump into each other and are trying to get something across. Um, and then there's clash of wills, an escalating set of boasts and dares. Yeah, I I, I know which one please. I know which one I want to do. Please, I would love to do heart to heart because I feel like our characters have not had a we, scene together. We need and that this connection. This... I agree. Yeah, and so I'll take library study then at, at, to, after after we get heart to heart just to have some world building options all right i think um i think that we don't bump into each other so much as like the the end of lunch i like put slam kind of not quite just just barely lighter than slamming my tray down in front of you like it is it is a full-on like i am i am jumping i am jumping i am i am flying into your mentions is the only way that i can describe it Sliding into my DMs IRL. Can can we? I are you? You seem busy. Can we talk? I'm I. Mm, well, I do have to finish recording. What are you? What are you? Wor- what are you working on here? Well, I'm doing a uh, methodical analysis of the uh, relative uh, squishiness and t- densile tendencies of these tentacles based on vis-a-vis their relative lengths. Uh, but I suppose I could put it off. What you you looked a bit off this morning. What what's what's going on for you? So so here's what I want to talk about. Uh, when when you when you start doing this food stuff, it's great. It, you're doing great. When you start talking about this food stuff, when you start doing this this stuff, what what gives you the like? What, like how do you decide to do this? It really just sort of recommends itself to me. I I have to know all the possible permutations so i have to try combining everything with everything else if i want to obviously most of the times there will be an inert reaction and nothing will occur but it's the times that i get this surprise unexpected result that make it all worth it of it's it's pursuing algorithmic results rather than heuristic results i haven't exactly had great results in my life going with my gut so I don't cool. trust cool. myself cool. with that as much. Cool, cool, nerd stuff, nerd stuff. That's great, that's great. But what, but like, you, you said a thing that, are, you, you like, it starts, like, you, you said, like, you started it, like, you have to know, and it presents itself to you, and like, so like, you like, you have a moment where you see a thing, and you're like, that's the thing that I'm gonna, I'm gonna do. Like, you have that. You have the thing where, like, a question pops up, and you're like, I gotta, like, examine all the questions, and I gotta, I gotta do the... I got to do all the the data stuff and the aligning tentacles. Well, when when there's an unknown, if I go into it blind, then I could I could have all sorts of things that have happened in my life when I've thought I was going to be okay and wasn't and things didn't turn out right. So if I can control the variables, I can avoid making myself vulnerable. So I just have to catalog every possible faucet of human experience and for this year i'm working on food Uh so Uh there are a lot of questions i could investigate about the glazing of the windows or the uh the you know the staff table the staff uh schedules or but but i'm 
choosing to limit my questions by only doing only letting the questions that come up about food be the ones that I allow myself to investigate. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, 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 but like you, you like, what you're saying is like, you pick a thing and you stick with that thing until you've done all the things. And then the thing that you've done, you feel like you're done with that. And then, then you're ready to move on to the other thing. But like, if you get say like a vibe, if you get a thing, if a thing says to you, like do another thing, you're not going to stop the thing to, to go do the thing. Does that make sense? Am I, are we vibing? I'm getting a vibe. I just don't see why I would leave something unfinished. You can't, uh, sure, you can jot down notes for, to investigate for the future, but if you don't finish the thing, you don't get the results. You don't know the, and I'm sorry, I. No, this is good. This is good. I mean, nerd stuff is fine, but like everything else is like, so here's, okay, here's where I'm at. Mm, please. You know, you know. You know how I do. You get you get it. I have compiled a sizable amount of observational data. Uh, so I I get I have these dreams, mm-hmm. and they say, remember when I had that dream about flying a plane, and then like I founded the I founded the the the, the I founded the the flight club, I found I founded the the model plane society. I, though that got really out of hand. Admittedly, adding adding weapons to the planes sparked kind of an arms race, and that's on me. I think it was the imps wielding the weapons that did the trick. It was probably, you know, it, we probably didn't need to lab- literally label them as sky pirates. They seem to take that, that title and go way too hard with it. I heard they still haven't tracked all of them down. There's the one Zeppelin that's left, and I swear, I I, I swear to you as my friend that I will hunt them down, and I will, we, we, will, we will receive justice. The great, the great white zeppelin. That's neither here nor there. I had this. I had the dream about about being on stage and and doing a dance. So I, I took that. I took the ballet class, and then I danced on stage, and the kids all laughed. And you know, it was it was hurtful, but I still did it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So what's this latest dream that has you so on edge? I don't know. Oh. Like, I see myself getting lifted on kids' shoulders, and, like, that's great. Like, that's awesome. I've done a thing. But, like, I've never had a dream before. I've never seen a vision. I've never had a vision of what's going to come. I've just not seen how to get there. Mm. What? What's so scary about being lifted up on their shoulders? It seems like you've probably done something good to get that sort of treatment. Yeah, but that's what's scary about it is, like, I I don't know what I did. Like, the, the dreams, I almost always see myself doing something, and then, like, it, it, I'm able to make that happen. Mm. Okay, I, like, my dreams have always been, like, a really good vision of what I do, of, like, where I will be in the future, right? Like, I can see myself taking a test i know that there's going to be a pop quiz coming up i start doing my studies and then i ace the pop quiz i have the dream of me you know being underwater in a pool and i'm like oh cool there's going to be a pool party i gotta go buy a cool swimsuit and like that does seem like useful forewarning i don't have that forewarning this time that's what's tripping me up here Mm. have you considered it could be 
a way that your powers are growing stronger in that they're revealing new intricacies of the future to you in ways that you aren't necessarily familiar with. Alternately, have you considered asking people to carry you on their shoulders? What you're saying is that I'm even cooler and more powerful than I was before, and that people should carry me on their shoulders because I'm very cool and very powerful. It's a compelling hypothesis. That rips. That extremely rips. I am cool and powerful. Well, we have we still have to prove the theory. We have to put the material. The no, test. it's true. I mean, are you? I mean, I am cool and powerful. So this all all the science tracks. Mm. And like writes a note on note paper. <laughs> Not non-judgmental grunt. This feels this 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 feels good. This feels good. This feels good. This this feels like a project. How can we manufacture these circumstances? It seems that's like- yeah. This does. This feels like a, this feels like my. This feels like this is this is this is it. The clipboard has come out. The pencil is scribbling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. I'm gonna. I've got my to do list. I'm gonna mark step one. Write to do list. I'm gonna go ahead and check that off because we're writing it right now. Um, this is good. Generally, I lists think, uh, consist of multiple entries. I think. I think. I think. I like. I I do the thing where I start to lean back in the chair and then it falls yeah. and then I catch myself and then it falls and then I catch myself and then it falls and then I catch myself and maybe that's where that's where we that's where we 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 fade out mm-hmm. absolutely. I, I think it's very in keeping with the game that we winged it rather than rather than uh, did explicitly. So to, to, yeah. so to talk about game stuff for a quick second, um, the way the game works is we each uh, come up with a topic to talk about on the front side and then the back side, write a private goal to accomplish. Um, so I, I, I did that in my head as we started the conversation. I, f- I feel like we were working at it. I, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I, the thing that I was talking about was trying to understand your process as a way to get to, uh, I don't have a, I don't have a question and I don't know how to deal with that. Mm-hmm. I, I like getting, sink, having something to sink character roleplay teeth into here. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, I, I'm, I'm happy with that. I'm happy. With yeah. That. I thought that was great. I thought that was lovely. All right. So, uh, let's move on to our, I feel like we got a good heart to heart. I feel like that's a good scene with both of us. Let's move I, on to our next section. I do think so. I think, I think, yeah. Dinner, then an escapade, and then we'll wrap up. That sounds great. All right. So dinner, um, we decide if we're going to hang out or if we if we retire. Um, if we retire, we skip to bedtime. If not, we take a break to attend to our mental well-being and physical needs. When done taking a break, gather for the group meal, take turns doing one of the following actions each. <sighs> I would like to, we can complain and reflect. Uh, but we don't have any spurs, so mm-hmm. uh, we can plan ahead and use on how any perks earned can be useful going into the night. Encounter someone. We can wrangle a misbehaving familiar, or we can discuss the food. I, I feel like we should at least uh, bring in – bring in. I, I kind of want to encounter someone. I'm going to pull yeah. two references from the deck. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, going to say it's going to be Roy and Alucard. That feels good. So so I think I think Roy comes knocking around – Probably looking for, probably looking for Thesper, honestly, because I don't know if, I, I don't know if, uh, if Aya necessarily ranks a social invite, but if we're, if we're eating together, then necessarily we're both going to mm-hmm. be invited. Um, so, so, 
so so any other player may, if they wish, interrupt as appropriate as the other character. So if you want to take Alucard up at any yeah. point, then please do so. But yeah, I think Roy Roy's coming over like, oh hey Thesper, uh, I, I I I you know I mean sure maybe I've been griping it a bit, but I still think that if we can get our folks to the party, like if we can get the the real cool kids, that we can still have a good time, you know, like. Uh, so I was I was just checking in, you know, to make sure that your schedule's not booked uh, for Friday after school or tonight. Totally oh, tonight. Yeah, let's say tonight. That tonight sounds, after that school. Sick. That sounds that sounds sick. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Just just uh, make sure make sure to bring some garlic. Uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, trying to get some. Alu- as you yeah. say as you say the word uh, garlic Alucard. Uh, appears behind, like with a flourish mm-hmm. of the cape, appears behind you and like kind of slides past you. Oh, ow! Hey, didn't hear you there. Uh, Ia, Ia, are, are you coming to the study session tonight? Oh, um, I think I think that would be. You know, you know, I do have a number of pressing questions to look into. Um, yes, I, I, I think I can make it. I can make it. Wonderful, wonderful. We're also we're also toying with the idea of maybe maybe segueing the study group into perhaps a book club. So if you have any if you have any if you have any books or uh, materials that you'd love to for the group to read, go ahead and bring them. Oh, and, uh, I have any oh. number of recommendations. Have you- Roy Sesper, hello. Mm-hmm. Roy grumbles. Uh, yes, this is going to be wonderful. Um, we will. Uh, I've already I've already spoken to my uh, my father. We have the we've been given the keys to the castle which admittedly sounds uh which i'm using i think you'll appreciate that i'm using both uh figuratively and also literally as it is quite literally a castle roy 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 grumbles you're not parking that thing in the backyard again are you it blocks the pool entirely well one of the pools well then that means that you have another pool doesn't it roy i invited people to have two separate groups swimming in the pools ow I think as this is happening, I would love to just immediate, like, I'd love to interject this encountering someone with a planning ahead, because I think, uh, I think Thesper is already, Thesper's got the, the clipboard and is watching this and is like, oh, there's a party, st- if I throw, a- I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like, erase, find it, like, find a new project and, like, erase a bunch of things and start kind of, I'm burning through the eraser, so I flip around the pencil and just start scratching things out and I write, make party sick for both nerds and not nerds underline this this rips this is good this is good i'm here i'm hyped for this and i just lean back and then we it's obviously i mean you know you are welcome to obviously if you wish to roy if you wish to join the book club you may you may come to us at the castle we will have the usual crowd will be there and we're going to you know, it's really going to be an enlightening experience. Yeah. Perhaps we will take advantage of the pool afterwards. Ia, uh, uh, Ia, if you'd like to bring a bring a, if you'd like to bring swimwear, we may take advantage of the pool that the castle will be on top of. Um, it will be wonderful. It will truly be a wonderful experience. I've heard of underwater basket re- weaving. I, I haven't. That sounds I, magical. I haven't yet tried underwater book reading. Under I, I I I'm excited about getting into the world of underwater basket weaving, frankly. 
All right, I think we can probably yeah. segue away. <laughs> we set up, we set up our, mm-hmm. we set up our, our, uh, we set, we set things up. So I think of the of the escapade mini games, holiday festival recommends. Yeah, itself that feels here. right. Uh, that feels right. Yeah. All right. Um, so we can probably scroll down to that, and yeah, it's the holiday festival is a bit less like it's it's in keeping with quite a few of these mini games. It's, it's kind of a series of prompts for for mm-hmm. role playing around more so than a. Uh, st- strict linear experience. Um, but yeah. That's great. Yeah. This will be perfect. Um, so uh, we already kind of know what the holiday is. Mm-hmm. This, is uh, this is Roy's This is Roy's party. Uh, Roy's Roy's mom and Roy's stepdad, who is also the lord of, of the vampires and the yeah. undead, are out of one town. There they are. They are out. They have they have taken a weekend away. Spending a weekend in Wallachia. Weekends. Uh, Roy's got the house to himself, so he's gonna he's gonna throw a party. Roy's party slash Alucard's book club. So we should take turns describing details about the environment of the festival, what has changed in the surroundings, and who is really getting into the spirit of things. Yeah, I think I think I think Aya is getting into the spirit of things as much as she's used to. Uh, like like she she's going all out for her, which is showing up and having a presence m- more than she usually would. Um, I think I think she didn't know how soon the swimming would happen so she's wearing her swimsuit underneath her uh mm-hmm. underneath her other clothes and stuff but but she she's uh a little out of her depth and has a hard time awkwardly introducing herself to Alucard's uh cool svelte sleek wealthy friends um mm. but but you if you get her talking about books she will she will uh absolutely go off um, I think that I want to introduce is that Roy's party is less cool. I think it's less cool. Yeah, that, I, I think like there's a there's a draw sort of to the big creepy gothic mansion in, in the backyard. Uh, you know, like it's it, it, it. Roy puts in a good effort, and also uh, there there's a certain like vampires bring that sort of effortfully looking effortless mm-hmm. glamour to the things they do. Uh so 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 yeah, Roy Roy had reason to be resentful because he's being a bit outshined. Should we should we roll on some traditions let's, or do we want to skip straight to the straight to the feast? I think I think let's do some traditions just to see what sort okay. of like party festivities get got up to. We can also we can roll and or sounds good. pick. But I'm rolling. I've rolled an 18 elaborate illusions. Who pulls off the most convincing illusions? Um I I I have a proposal for this. Please. This actually ties really nicely into what I wanted to do uh, and to what I think is unfolding here is I think I am I think I am using my I think I am using my perks to uh, I think uh, put on a little bit of a show and it's a little sweaty, right? Like it's a, like I'm trying a little Tesper's trying a little too hard, mm-hmm. but uh, there's definitely like some fun illusion play happening by virtue that is kind of trying to like add a little fun while all like trying like my plan is like my plan of initially like doing some fun illusions that everybody could get into isn't quite working because the book club is too focused on the conversation and Roy and Roy's Roy's weird frustrated energy is is kind of distracting everyone at Roy's party so like the, there are illusions but no one's quite paying attention to them mm, so we're gonna need to we're gonna need to uh, connect this loop somehow um I, yeah I, mine I, I rolled a ten which is sport and competition. Um, you can spend a perk to win a trophy or a first prize. Um, 
so I, I think I think Roy starts setting up uh, like like competitive gaming as the energy level starts getting a bit a bit louder. Um, I, I I don't think it's going to be in the pool because half the pool space is blocked off. I think he I think he brings out he he brings out like some sort of video gaming console or something, and everyone starts playing. Let's say uh, Bash, not not Smash, but mm-hmm. but Bash because it's in magical alternate setting. Um, and 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 it's a it is a Smash Bros game, but all of the instead of instead of video game characters, it's all public domain monsters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you know that Al's dad is in there. Yeah, Al's dad is the Mario character is like the is the Shoto character, mm-hmm. so is the default, and that's and and uh, is ironically not that fun to play. But moving on, yeah. Um, so so I'm I'm curious if if you it, does Thesper get into playing Bash? Um, I think what happens is I think I'd like to spend another perk to maybe uh invoke some merriment uh oh, yeah, alongside the feast. Fantastic. Yes. Okay. Um. Okay. Yeah. So I think I think at some point probably Al like opens the grand double doors rather than just people going in and out the side because the the ballroom has been set up with the the tables laden creaking with uh with with our you know ornate candelabras and and ex- excessive amounts of food um yeah you know it's it's very it's a very it's very much the decor you expect yeah it looks like dracula's mm-hmm. castle some co- cobwebs in the corner and so we kick off the feast mm-hmm. we play dinner again with extra sauce and gravy uh, spend perks and spurs to invoke merriment. You may spend a perk to have a nice moment and spend a spur to pull off hijinks. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I, I, I have I have a spur that I want to spend Please. to connect the, the nerds and the not nerds. Do it. Um, I think it's the one thing at a party that everybody, everybody kind of, everybody kind of, there's the one thing at a party that like is truly going to make it an unforgettable moment oh, that like no. is maybe going to, is maybe going to put a little bit of, uh, maybe going to, uh, frustrate Alucard a little bit, but also it's just going to make mischief and make everybody into it. There's only two words that make a party mm-hmm. a great party, uh, can, can, especially b- when we're b- at dinner. Before before you launch this off, can I? May I? Yeah. May I? Um, do my spend. Please do spend my please do in order to get inventive with the available food and invent a new culinary delight. All right. Yeah, um, absolutely. I think I think going down going down her checklist. Aya here. Uh, sees and uh, yeah, I I I is quietly doing some preparations, uh, making sure there's bowls of mashed potatoes all over the place, like spread strategically with a number of ladles. Um, you know, uh, it, it, I I think she's she's really just kind of like do, tinkering in the margins of the layout of the the food as as it's arrayed to make sure that there there are uh, various things to hand. For every different social click and group, um, just to, as an effort to like build, set up a base for you here, please take it away. Um, I think that I think I mean there's there's this there's this feast and you know the every like everybody's eating but there's no real conversation happening. Bristly tense atmosphere. Thesper finally just stands up and grabs a grabs a handful of cursed mashed potatoes because everything is in Alex. Everything in Alex Dracula is cursed. Absolutely. Grabs it and just screams, you know, food fight. And Alucard's like, no, 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 and then catches mashed potatoes straight to the face. I uh, and the party the party unfurls into chaos in the and 
everybody everybody laughs about it and has a wonderful time throwing food left right and center. Aya checks a box on the on the clipboard and is like food fight <laughs> just like all right all according to plan um hmm. yeah i and and yeah so i think it's it's a raucous endeavor you know i, I think i think Roy and Alucard really get into it um, with 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 their ladles slinging back and forth. Once Alucard warms up to it, some um, and and it's it's nice to let them let out some steam. And I think finally, like, there's just a moment where like chaos is unfurling, and like uh, I think the two thing, the two kind of closing beats that I'd love to throw out are uh, we do get we get. Uh, we get a brief shot of uh, of Thesper getting lifted on Nikita's shoulders, and for a second he's like, "Yeah, I did it." Uh, Ia was right. I am extremely cool and powerful, and then gets thrown into a pool. Yes. and like it is just yes. not a, not at all glamorous. And I was just like, "Oh, oh, this is the floating in the pool dream." <laughs> it's all coming. I together. had thought they were two separate dream. Okay. Yeah, that actually tracks. I want to br- uh, I want to briefly insert my own small thing here before yep. you get to your last one of um, Dracula and Roy's mom having a quiet candlelit dinner, uh, like you know, cutting cutting the steak and like mm, I wonder how the kids are getting on. Cut back, and uh, it it cuts back. It actually cuts back from that to a tiny moment between Roy and Alucard, who both just sink into chairs. Splatter. Who both just sink into chairs, covered in food. The house is wrecked, and they both look at each other and they're like, oh, "We're gonna have to clean up this entire castle before they get home uh, tomorrow afternoon. It's gonna be a crappy morning." And then they smile and laugh in the way that you know teens uh, abandon their their deep grudge. Yeah, bonding. All right, I'm I'm happy. Eh. I, yeah. Is there anything else, or is that is that is that the end? Is that we fade I, out on I our think, story? I think and we, end the heading day? to bed is a brief, uh, just just a uh, series of st- phasing out questions. Um, last page down at the bottom. I, so, mm-hmm. if you earned a perk, you can change your aptitude. Do you do you feel the need to switch up your aptitude capability? I kind of do. I don't know if drive feels right so much as I think I'm moving towards wit. Mm-hmm. It feels like it feels like Thesper is more into. It feels like it feels like that 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 experience of chasing the project and ultimately just embracing kind of get putting a smile on everyone's face has changed my perspective a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm moving away from methodical, I think towards one of the esoterica traits, just because getting in with the book club crew, you know, getting in with the nerds, like, yes, I, my thing is a bit in, in the craft venue, but I think I'm going to switch from methodical to precise. Uh, yeah. I think that feels great. And then, uh, let's see, we no, neither of us claimed a, or earned a spur. You, you spent a spur. So if you, if you want to go ahead and change your vulnerability. Oh, but um i think i might let me look at my list of vulnerabilities i kind of want i do want to change it a little bit to maybe from maybe from incurious to maybe distractible Mm -hmm. get that adhd brain going sort of thing yeah that that feels that, that 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 feeling of like of of I'm 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 here in my head and sometimes people say things and I I process it through what is in my head. Mm-hmm. 
So maybe it's a little bit self-absorbed. Maybe it's a little bit uh, distractible. But I, I, I that 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 moment between the two of us when you had an entire long-winded, which also segues us into comments and compliments. But uh, the set like where you had the entire thing, and I was like, yes, I am, I am cool and power. Like uh-huh. that felt like a very that felt very true to Thesper and true to who Thesper is going to be. Side note. Everything about that scene was delightful. Thank you so much for that. That was lovely. I, I had a lot of fun there. Yeah, like I, I, I think, I think it, it was. I, you know, I didn't come in with a super strong notion of who the character of Aya was, but I feel like we both found it, found the voice through through play. Mm-hmm. And like, the, 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 I feel like the structure of this game is such that you can have it as a standalone thing, or you can come back and keep revisiting these people, seeing how they yeah. grow. So, so I'm, I'm, you know, like in the hypothetical. Oh, what what would do we look like in session four? Like, how how have our relationships grown and complexified? How have the social nets spread out a bit? I, you know, I think yeah, yeah, I it, it suggests itself happily. Um, yeah, um, I I I really I, I really appreciate the the uh, the Roy and Alucard uh, subplot there that we had going on. Uh, it, it felt like really satisfying to, to, th- I really enjoyed that. That was really, it was fun. Thank you for being the driving force for a lot of that. Of course. Thank you. That was my pleasure. All right. Um, and yeah. Any last notes as, as, as we cozy down in our respective households for the night? I don't think so. I think that we, I think that we, we watch us all kind of head to our houses. I think Thesper maybe drives Aya home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like drops drops us. We're both covered in food stuff. So drops drops off Aya heads heads back to his house, and we all kind of we watch all of the cars and uh magic carpets and brooms and all the other things kind of depart from Castle Dracula, and we just kind of follow the city as we follow all these little lights, and we fade away, and that's game. Absolutely wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Thank you so Thank much for playing this with me. That was a delight. Uh, I had the best time. Thank you so much Thank for that. You. It was it was fun. It, it, I was a little nervous about just because I haven't playtested it as much as I'd like. So so like how 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 rocky was it going to be? But I feel like we found our footing. I feel like we found footing really easily, and honestly, so much of the game is so delightful, and I love so much of it that uh, it made for an easy experience. Real quick before we wrap up, though, where can people find you, your work in this game online? All right, um, people can find me at Mossy underscore Toes on Twitter. Uh, I go by Mossy in most places online. You can find me at itch.io slash Mossy Toes. And yeah, I'm around and about and happy to engage and interact. Hell yeah. Well, thank you so much for playing this with me. This was a delight. And for now, I'm going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show. Take a future me. Thanks, past me. And thanks again to Thomas for coming on to the show. That game was... Fuck, I loved it. That game was so fun. I'm not going to do what I did at the start of this recording and just like scream about how much fun I had playing this game, but I could. But I will say you should go to mossytoes.itch.io slash arcaneacademia or check the show notes to pick up your own copy of Arcane Academia. And you should follow Thomas on Twitter at mossy underscore toes. Then while you're on Twitter, follow us at Party of One Pod. Like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash partyofonepodcast. Join our Discord community at bit.ly slash Discord. Uh, head to our merch store at bit.ly slash party of one merch. And if you enjoyed the show, consider leaving us a nice iTunes or Podchaser review. Consider telling a friend about the show. Consider shouting us out on social media. Or you can support the show financially at patreon.com slash jeffstormer or ko slash jeffstormer.
And then if you want to hear more from me, you can check out all my fantasy children, the character creation, storytelling, and world-building podcast powered by you. Every week, my best friend Aaron Gatanosias and I take a listener-submitted prompt. We spin it into an original fantasy character and we populate a shared universe one story at a time. New episodes drop every Friday-ish at oneshotpodcast.com. The show is part of the One Shot Podcast Network. This show, on the other hand, is produced by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Mega Rain featuring the D&D Sluggers, and the Party of One logo is by Evan Rowland. If you'd like to inquire about advertising rates coming onto the show's guest or about press coverage of the show, you can email us at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. And, honestly, I think that's about it. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. Remember to fight the forces of fascism every single day. Remember that self-love and self-care are radical and defiant acts of resistance. And as always, party on, everybody.